0: Those of do that don't care about it, which is most people, including NFL fans. And myself. Uh, and Eric. We're you know who does out? care about it, though? I who? feel like
1: the players, because
0: they yes. get a free trip to Hawaii. Hell yeah, dude. No, I, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for it. No, I was showing these guys a picture I took today. Uh, Eric was literally just telling us about the, I mean, you, you said it's cold. He said the wind's going to be freezing in two days. What's the deal?
2: Yeah, uh, no, like it's actually going to be warmer this week than it was last week. But right now there's like a chance of freezing rain and there's a winter weather advisory for the Chicago area.
0: So it's going to be bad is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like right now there's like a couple inches of rain and like everywhere there's puddles because Chicago doesn't have that good drainage. But once it goes below freezing tonight, you know, when the sun goes down, not that it's altogether that sunny, that's just going to all turn to sheets of ice.
3: It's so funny hearing you guys complain about your weather issues, whereas over here, it's just snow constant snow nature all, all winter it's just been snowing and it's so it's, it's already full of, of ice on the ground and everybody's falling over everywhere
1: really <laughs> yeah. are you laughing
0: at people did you point
1: and no, laugh no
3: I almost felt no? myself so I couldn't. she sent
0: me a photo from her camera phone she said look at this person they slipped on the ice
3: <laughs> just lying there up. in Since my way very rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah had to step on them this, to get through
0: it reminds me of our question um, from last week if you guys remember when we were like hey what would the alliances be if we played the game Game of Thrones board game. Oh, yeah. And uh, I-, I love one of the answers, one of the answers to the question, what would the alliances be in the Game of Thrones board game? Uh, Oliver Bean said, Selena. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> just hurts, Perfect. just Selena. <laughs> yeah, I don't play well with others, so it's right? just gonna be me, and I'm gonna uh, win.
0: <laughs> there were some really, really incredible ones, and I, I thought of this because we're talking about all of our geographically limited weather situations. Uh, I was, I showed them a picture. I was playing football today. Literally, it was warm enough to do that, and it just <laughs> m- mystifies me. Like I had the moonroof down in my car today, and it it was literally warm. Although we've got people like Selena, for example, and Eric, you know dealing with the snow and you know crazy shit and Eric or Micah had snow last week. like yeah, it actually snowed at the
1: beginning of the week and then at the end of the week. so I was I was bookended by snow and and I think that <laughs> freezing rain that you're talking about, Eric is supposed to make its way. Over to New York, uh, either tomorrow or Tuesday. So I'm really looking forward mm. to that.
3: You know, you guys. I'll send you
1: a postcard of it.
3: I'm sorry. I know that there's not much Game of Thrones news, but are we seriously spending like ten minutes of the podcast talking about the hey, weather? Winter is coming. <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: that's, that's, hey, that's it the could whole be, point. It could
2: be worse, Selena. We could live in uh, in swampy uh, fortresses you know with bogs no it's true and no bog and and quicksand
3: that's true Never are you
0: seriously transitioning Transitioning. to okay i got you i (laughs) I see what you're doing now i was gonna read that that bit from gordon walsh but
1: oh yeah uh, do it
2: do it do it
0: go ahead michael what were you saying no i I just was gonna point out to
1: selena that's what Zach was trying to do, he's he's tying it all into the winner's coming theme yeah. uh, that people you know utilize way 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 too much on
0: social media and other places, <laughs>
3: uh, myself included. It's true. Maybe Game of Thrones really is all about the weather.
0: George R. R. Martin figured out that all he needed to do is brand, Talk brand about the books.
3: The, yeah. Yeah, just brand it. Because like
0: (laughs) Potter, for example, and I'm pulling Potter out because we love Potter and it's very successful. There's really, there's no sentence for Potter. You know, you're a wizard, Harry. Like my dad used to say that to me. you got your mother's eyes. Yeah, well, I mean, but even then, I mean, like, you don't you don't hashtag that like people do. You know, there's not a fan yeah. site called yourmotherseyes.net, you know? Uh, he picked the right month, or excuse me, the right season, though, too, don't you think?
1: I feel like winter is Autumn coming. Autumn is coming. It just,
2: is that a threat?
1: <laughs> Autumn is coming could be, like, the title of a porn movie, so I feel like winter is coming works out perfectly. So could summer. Fall or uh, spring, not so much.
2: Yeah, actually, on the back of the book of... Um, the Song of Ice and Fire, Part One: The Game of Thrones. It says, it, "It opens this way, actually, in a world where a cataclysmic event has thrown the seasons out of whack." Actually, oh I'm not my sure God! It says that. Does I'm it say not that? Because it says that. What
3: what cataclysmic event is this? Why have we? Not I don't know. I was going to ask you guys because that's what it says. We're talking. Always had been out of whack, but if this—that's
2: the thing. Oh my
3: God! Right? Game oh, changer. Shit.
2: I shit you not. So. We the should is, be talking about, about the weather It's yeah, exactly. the key to the whole show See? See, aha I mean, I knew the whole time I car. stand
3: corrected <laughs> Don't ally <laughs> yourself <laughs> with me, I'm stupid
0: <laughs> Alright, speaking of alliances I'm going to read off We should visit some of these uh, here and As they compile throughout the week I'm going to go ahead and say Grecia, Grecia, G, Potter Karina Grecia, Karina, Potter <laughs> On Facebook, Com- is that even Just possible? help me out okay. here. It's something. It's on Facebook.com/slash/GameBones. Game You guys can read it. What a beautiful name, by the way. Just great. Me, Selena, and Micah would kill Zach and Eric first. So she's in, <laughs> she she's in the game. I'll uh, play now. Yeah, yeah. So Grecia is in the game. Um, Oliver thinks that Selena is the only alliance necessary. Grecia <laughs> is inside of the game now. She says, "Me, Selena, and Micah would kill." Zach and Eric first, so Eric, we're dead. X marks the spot. I'm sending a
3: trend that I like here.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I turn Selena on Micah and let them duke it out till one of them is left. So she's gonna be like, varicating, like whispering sweet nothings in the ear, mm-hmm. being like, Selena, Micah I saw him when you you didn't finish your uh, meal the other night. You didn't put you didn't completely mm-hmm. finish your curry mm-hmm. and you put I it in and you going. put it in the fridge. And Micah ate it. That's where it went. And you're like that bastard. And uh, the remainder of this, she says, oh, she says, then I kill the remainder, not to be redundant. It's not personal, gets any of you. Mama just likes to win. (laughs) (laughs) So out of the four of us that would have a a lie, Uh, she wins the entire game. So congratulations, Grekkie. I think we can give it up for her. Like little hands, little applause maybe. right, just tiny.
3: Yep. Well done.
1: There's also uh, this cool one here on Twitter uh, from Allie Tarwater. Uh, she says it matters not what alliances you form. I am an underdog person. Eric and the Fishwives will destroy oh, yay. all.
3: <laughs> it's not yes. true, but yay,
1: <laughs> underdog person. We also have another uh, alliance breakdown courtesy of Gordon Walsh, and uh, this is really strategic. This is really well planned out. I like it a lot. He says the Eastern Seaboard isn't big enough for both Micah and Eric. Eric marches on the back of Illinois' might and lays siege to Micah's Syracuse holdfast. Oh, Due to extensive damage caused by Hurricane Sandor, Micah cannot hold, is obliterated, and the Jews <laughs> truly are driven back into the sea. <laughs> All right. okay. uh, Zach has sold his sister to buy an alliance with 40,000 Midwest Dothraki screamers.
0: I don't have a sister.
1: Well, you do for all purposes okay. of this. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, Uh With Bruce... Bruce. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Force,
0: the actor from... Wait, no, he's not real. That's Bruce Continue. Almighty. Uh, okay. with, with brute force and the power of
1: the West Coast that can only come from a House Pit Jolie uh, endorsement, Zach marches on war ravaged New York. However, the Dothraki must pray to the Mother of Mountains, Oprah, and will, not, and, will, <laughs> and will not march just yet. This is funny shit. Zach man. must strike while the iron is hot and challenges Eric to single combat in a Harry Potter off. Eric is confident of victory, but Zach's champion, Andrew, easily does away with him, and Zach seizes the Iron White House.
0: <laughs> Boom.
1: We're not done yet. Hold on.
0: Whoa! Oh. However. Selena. <laughs> Zach's
1: oh. <laughs> victory is short-lived. He has been betrayed by his small cat. Council, Laura and Elisa have been working for the Queen of the North, Selena of... Yes! <laughs>
2: Wait.
0: <laughs>
1: you're, you're known as Selena of Kokiri and have facilitated wow. her return... It's
0: bullshit. Kokiri is a southern
1: forest. To West yeah, Rican shores. <laughs> she arrives on said yeah. shores with White Walkers, direwolves, giants, and all other forms of monstrosities from beyond <laughs> the Swedish wilderness.
0: Her direwolf, Navi... Brutally
1: slaughter oh, Zach and yes. his sleep. I get
3: Zelda too.
0: Oh, cool. Navi can kill me any day. Go on. Claiming victory for Europe. Oprah
1: hugs Selena so the Dothraki march. Oh, sorry. Mark her <laughs> as a Dosh Kalin
0: and all is well.
1: Oh, oh
3: nice. yay. I love this. Makes I think sense. that
0: Gordon Walsh is George Martin just messing with us.
3: Because
0: <laughs> this is just, it's too eloquently put. There's too much imagery here. Great, Great work, Gordon. Wow. That's that excellent. impressive. In the words of Oliver Leonard Bean I think he said it best. Selena! <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> Selena! Yeah! That shall be my war cry.
0: Queen of the North.
3: <laughs> Queen of the North! Yes.
0: I love that your war cry is just chanting, just, <laughs> just saying just your my name. name. People what else it. do yeah. you need?
3: You don't need anything else. Just Selena. You know exactly where <laughs> the victory's gonna go. <laughs> the uh
0: the, the chapter that we read this week, this and that was my eloquent transition, by the way, everyone. Just just going right into it. Just a clean break. You know, no need for a cast. I like it. Yes. Just put a just put a titanium rod in there, a few screws, you're fine. No, uh, we the chapter we we read today on on this on this uh, fateful and kind Monday was actually a lot like the things that we were just reading. You know, like we kind of asked them, we're like, hey, w- what kind of alliances would be funny? But like Gordon, for example, and Grecia, Gracia, Damn it. Anyway, they uh, they all they wrote out sort of long strategic bits. And reading so much of this chapter, like I, it was really cool for me. I'm sure it was for you guys, but. The entire dialogue between Rob and his mom—that was some cool shit. That was pretty. Go- that was pretty awesome.
2: Agreed. And the other thing we always bring this up, I guess, but you know the age differential between the books and the um, TV show. But here again, um, Catelyn was nervous because all of these men, uh, you know, the Bannermen, all, all the people who are loyal to the Starks, have followed Rob to this this holdfast. But in the books, it just seems like. It's more of a thing, more important because he is so darn young um, in the books, you know, and in the show, he was still pretty young, but I could see it, you know, I was like, he still is kind of a man, but here he's really like 14 or 15. And so it is a little strange to see all these people, you know, continuing to follow him. But, you know, he has proven his worth. Nobody said he hasn't, but he's still pretty darn young.
3: It's so strange to imagine like a 15 year old commanding an army, like who would take a 15 year old seriously? But it's different times again, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: well, Catelyn
1: tells him as much. She says, "You know, you can you can choose to go back to Winterfell with your basically your tail tucked between your legs, but think of what that's going to do for any strategic alliances we have moving forward. It's it's just going to prove to everybody out there that you're too young to do what you're doing, and and so." But but at the same time, earlier on in the chapter, she's questioning in her mind, like, why hasn't Rob given power in over to any of these bannermen? You know, bannermen mm-hmm. who are far more experienced in the mm-hmm. battlefield and far more experienced in terms of of strategic um, planning. And it's clear, very clear, from the way Rob acts, that he feels that because it is his father uh, that is you know been taken captive, that he must lead. Yeah. Now, does anybody else t- t- get confused when they read Moat Caitlin? Do-, do you ever just yeah, want to Caitlin. say Ka- Caitlin? Yeah, yeah. It's like me George, too. you forgot a T, and then <laughs> th- <laughs> and that used to mess me up with Catalin too, because I d- I didn't know originally, it, not having seen the show, was it Caitlin? And then you're going to Moat
0: Caitlin, or
3: Catelyn, or Catalin? Hmm. I still don't know.
0: No, Caitlin K- is a real name.
3: Caitlin, two.
1: Caitlin, yeah.
0: What about what about what about Bruce Bolton? Is that a real
2: name, Eric?
3: <laughs>
2: I'm not saying he's not screwing with us, making it difficult. <laughs>
1: the Red Rooster—that's that's where his name comes from. If you've ever right. watched an old school uh, WWF. <laughs> Also, also known as the, the Gobbledygooker, rat, who came, the who, rat, who showed up at Survivor Series only at Survivor Series. I'm blown away.
0: And then, and then Mick Foley McFoley fell through the cage. Oh man, we're and we're really uh, the world was changed forever. We're going in another direction here. Uh, I actually watched a bunch of videos of that recently. Did you? <laughs> yeah, for like three hours. Oh. Anyway, to uh, get weird nights when you work with bands. Anyway, uh, I think Mo Kalen reminds me a lot of a place on a video game. Does that make sense? Mm. The name is just, the name is just familiar enough and it's just vague enough to be like, oh, I walked, like, oh, Assassin's Creed. That's one of the places you go in a video game. And when they started to talk about the entire history of the place, about how the first men had a hall as large, if not bigger than Winterfell, let's just say bigger. Mm. And instead it was made out of wood. And so it's aged Mm -hmm. over the years. And so much of the descriptors, it was like, there's looks like there's this in this tower, a giant bite mark. And <laughs> the the beast the, like threw it through the rubble all over the yard, which I don't think that that really did happen. I might be wrong here, but Probably was it not. a dragon? Uh, I mean, it was uh, just like it's, it's imagery, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a huge ass
1: dragon. And, and and I wondered why the show chose not to go in this direction. And I know. And I guess it's because they they never really chose to stay
0: at Moat Caitlin. But it was the coolest place though. It was was like Yeah. uh, For you guys that are that are listening in and they didn't have it in the show, you know, without reading, I'd say the easiest way I could describe it is as if Isengard had three towers and instead of like nice like chat like gravel you'd see in a driveway (laughs) underneath in, in Isengard, obviously before the orcs moved in, uh it was like a marshland. So they essentially had a stronghold that they could defend against people with like 10 times the amount of soldiers as them because it's surrounded by waist deep muck and quicksand and like mm-hmm. lizard lions. So it's pretty rad. Yeah. I I would almost, we, we mentioned the Kokiri earlier, but it's almost like something you would walk
1: up to in Zelda and in front of you it would be one of those cut scenes yeah. and you'd see <laughs> these, the these pullback. Yeah. These three towers and it, it, it's it would be such cool imagery, but again, because in in season one you don't ever come back to this particular space. I feel like that's probably why they yeah. chose to just do it in the middle of a field like Catalan plus walks up to the tents. I mean it wasn't as exciting.
3: Plus, it's like a great <laughs> thing to have to look forward to if they ever go back there in future books, you know it's sort of a, a scene that could still surprise viewers after we think we've seen everything.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hope that they do. Me too. I just like how Ned Stark, you know, stands by this place and he's like, oh, it's, you know, he always said that it was stronger than it appeared. And I like that because that's a good, um, you could compare that to to Ned, you know, being stronger than he appears. although. That's debatable. But yeah. <laughs> no,
0: that is cool because, I mean, so much of their conversation between Kat and Rob is, you know, she's basically just looking up at him. And it's a Catlin chapter that we have. So obviously we're seeing it from her perspective. We don't have any Rob POVs and we're getting to know so much about him through her eyes. And what she sees is her son now almost at age of 16 looking like her brother. And she's like, Oh, you're getting whiskers. He got whiskers at sixteen. He's like, I'm almost sixteen. <laughs> and uh it's cool because she's like, you know, when he starts talking good about Mo Kalen and he's like, This is a cool place, I like it. I'm thinking of building a summer home here. She's like, <laughs> Oh, that's so much like Ned. Oh, you're so you're your father's son, I love that. And it was just it was really heartwarming for me to read because, you know, amidst all of the strategic planning, you know, that he has just papers and papers of, of stuff laid in front of him. Um the entire time he is like halfway worried that she's just going to send him home, you yeah. know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: She's fantastic at, at guiding him as well. You know, she really takes on the role, which in some ways, like Rob is facing such a massive responsibility right now, but Caitlin has to work or Caitlin, oh, Caitlin mess messing me <laughs> up. <laughs> wow. Caitlin has you to work behind the scenes to, to make sure that he makes the right decisions without, without anyone knowing that she's, what she know you know, you have these women working behind the scenes in the show, like both both Catelyn and Cersei, you know, have very parallel journeys of trying to influence their sons into making the decisions that they believe are the right ones. You know, and I think we see both Rob and Joffrey bite off way more than they can chew, trying to play off like adult games and both make some mistakes, but Rob obviously does a better job
1: It's interesting that Rob does a better job because he's a kid and and you know it's it's almost like you're looking at a kid's perspective on war and yet he's able to come up with such a creative strategy in order to really fake out taiwan mm. and it's just he's
0: grown up playing video games yeah there. exactly
1: it, <laughs> it, it's it's just so interesting to me that he's able to go to battle against these two well known soldiers in Tywin and Jamie Lannister and he, he lays it out there and at first he says, Well, maybe I'll send great John Umber South because, you know, he, he always talks about wanting to kick Tywin's ass. And Catalan's like, Well, are you really sure you want to do that? I think we need somebody who's a little bit more crafty. And Rob's like, how about Roose Bolton? He scares the shit out of me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I think that's a good choice. And so it's just it's just amazing that he's laying this plan out and he's going to send, he said he's going to split his troops, but I don't really know in the end if that's what he does. I think he actually sends a much smaller contingent towards Tywin and takes all of his men around to, to go after and, and capture Jamie Lannister.
3: You know, I wonder if, this is why George R. Martin didn't uh, doesn't write from Rob's perspective because you you get he has such you have to see that this young 15 year old kid he is in a way a bit too clever. Like almost you know they look at some of the things he does, like they are pretty incredible. And maybe if he wrote from his perspective, he wouldn't really be able to explain it away. You know, you sort of see Rob as this figure who does these incredible things like that. And maybe going inside his head would ruin it a little bit.
0: It'd be so self-important, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs>
3: That's like true.
0: it's so much better to appreciate brilliance from the outside. Yeah, exactly. Like, look at him. It's a good point. He's so he's so noble, you know. It's like it's like watching Dumbledore, you know. Uh huh. Like someone appears so sort of jaunty and loose and almost I don't want to <laughs> say like frail. Because Rob doesn't necessarily appear frail, but inside of his mind, it's like you don't really know from looking at it as an outsider if he's going to break down or not. Like, you don't know what's Mm -hmm. happening. But somehow, what he puts together, his ideas, they turn out to be good every time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. And so on your side of his head, like, what does he think? Like, man, this is so smart. They're going to think I'm so funny. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah,
3: it doesn't really work, does it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. That's why characters have flaws. And that's why stories are based on drama every time. Conflict. (laughs) Anyway, the, the one cl- yeah. the question I
1: wanted to ask Selena though is how did she react when Rob said that he sent a uh, Raven to Helen Reed? Gee, I buddy. was just
3: gonna say that <laughs> it was the first mention of the Kranic, uh the Kranic Man. I was very very excited. I was hoping you guys picked up on that as well.
0: Oh, yeah, that got it. me super excited, too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, woo! guys! I
3: also want to give out a shout-out to Beric Dondarrion and his uh, crazy priest running around setting his sword on fire. Yeah, no, that cause. is pretty
0: badass,
1: mm-hmm. right? How about the uh, the little bit of confrontation when Catelyn reveals that she no longer has Tyrion? Because they were all excited. They were thinking, well, we may not even have to go to war. We may be able to barter the M4... Ned or, or uh, Sansa. Sansa or Arya. And now Kalen's like, oh, by the way, uh, I lost the imp. Uh, he's not with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're pissed, to say the least. Yeah. And Lysa, she's like one crazy bitch. I, I forget what oh, Eric she said. Uh, she called her uh, something uh, way back, probably a couple months ago. Uh, it was such an accurate description of her. Uh, do you remember what
0: it was,
2: Eric? Uh, well, there's crazier oh, than I a re- shit house Yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Is that? that? I think so.
0: Uh yeah. because No hesitation,
2: man, you remember that <laughs> Catalan <it>. thinks- <laughs> Well Liza tends to stick out in my mind. That's 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 what it yeah. is. Um, well she tells every her every time
1: I read her own sister, if you try and take Robert away, you're going home through the moon door. And <laughs> all Catalan's trying to do is why don't we uh, have Robert come to Winterfell so he can have a normal childhood and not be sucking yeah. on your breast at seven years old, I'm right. seven or something?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this He's kid could there. use some guys in his life, some male influence. Um, I, don't, a Hodor I don't know. Man, or two. There was also a mention of um, Theon in this chapter. <laughs> he smiled. Uh, of course, it's he gets he gets mean? no love from he gets no love from from Catelyn, um, who says that smiley boy, Theon Greyjoy. I wouldn't have given uh, control to him either.
3: You know, Theon sometimes really reminds me of like Peter Pan at his most annoying. Like you know, like Peter Pan when he's just like (laughs) that smiling creepy boy. Not not, crow. Yeah, you. Yes, exactly. Like sometimes I know Peter Pan's supposed to be the hero of the story, but sometimes he's really annoying, and that's what Theon is like sometimes, with his smile in the background, just observing every, observing everyone. God,
0: (laughs)
1: that's what I like about him. (laughs) But know that he was an option, Eric. That Catelyn did consider in her mind of of leading the uh, bannermen into war, if oh, if only playing. for yeah, five seconds. Did. But that's it. I mean, that's really kind of how the chapter wraps up with uh, the
0: plan hopefully being enacted. What do you call it?
1: Is it is it like a feint? Is that what it's called
0: when you or or a juke a just fake just juke the juke QB sneak QB sneak uh, fifty two Goo fifty two like a cross <laughs> like a crossover. <laughs> No, no, no. It, it, it's really smart because you get to see, right Right now we, we're seeing the basics. Is that and Brand? Did you just send a picture of Brand to us? <laughs> no, that's the hottest photo you'll ever see. Dylan, I got one hotter than that. You don't have one hotter than that.
2: <laughs> I have one hotter than that. Is it of on- you?
0: Yeah. I had a feeling. <laughs>
3: yeah, now you have to see this so much better.
0: <laughs> yes, look at this photo of me, trust. <laughs> I mean, put yourself in the position of a reader that hasn't seen the show yet. You know, let's imagine that there's not a season two and we don't know what Rob is going to do with the charge of commanding the entire North, essentially. Mm-hmm. And this chapter is sort of your first look. I mean, we got to see some when Gray got a little crazy and got a little got a little crazy with his fangs, and for a moment we were like, Oh shit, Rob means business. But then later he was talking to Brandon and he was like, Man, that was crazy. <laughs> And that was exciting. But now we get to see him sitting with his mom and he's making war plans. And and Selena, you were saying she was doing such a great job guiding him. And I think to your point, the strongest part of that chapter is when Kat is sitting with Rob and he's making these plans and he's saying he should go here. He should go here. He should go here. And she's like, well, which one is it? And He's like, I don't know. I'm going to work on it. I'll figure it out. She was like, bullshit. You need to tell me right now for sure who is doing what because when all those guys come back in here, they're not going to be wanting to hear. Maybe they need to know that they're being commanded by someone who has his head on straight, who knows what he's doing because not only are their lives at stake, but the lives of the men that they command are at stake. And, and definitely beyond that, the lives of their families are at stake. So Mm. they're essentially putting all of this onto the shoulders of a 15 year old kid whose dad is captured and it's just, I mean, when you really think about it, you know, reading this chapter for me, got me so much more excited for the story because there is a lot to come to. There's a television show. There's an entire series coming, you know, there's, there's the fandom community online. That's always exciting. And there's really great people, but more importantly, beyond all of that, there are pages and pages of pages of, of great story written in these books. And I'm just really excited for us to like break into the rest of it, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Some cool shit. Absolutely. The other thing that we didn't really mention, and I don't know that he
1: uh, accompanies her in the series um, to the camp, and that's Brendan Tully, her uncle. Uh, I think he kind of gets written out a little bit, and I'm sure he's going to reappear um, in season three uh, because we do go to River Run, uh, which is actually where she says she's heading. She's like, screw Rinnerfell. I don't need a I don't need anybody to accompany back north uh, I'm going to uh to River run because my brother is under attack and my father's sick so peace out Rob
2: <laughs> yeah. Kirk, is this the is this the first time we're hearing about this with her brother and her father right I just no. think
3: this is an interesting moment because this sort of seals her um her Fate? story well it, I think it just seals her story in terms of the next couple of books because This is where Catelyn chooses between the Stark and the Tully. You know, oh, that is where true. She she's at this crossroads that I love to point out so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this um, is it, guys. This is the it's the, the, the crossroads again. <laughs> this is the go- this is Catlin's Goblet of fire, man.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this and, is her um, fresh
0: blood and bone right here.
3: <laughs> and and yeah, and she chooses the Tully and I think that's interesting. I wonder what would have happened if she'd gone back to Winterfell.
0: <laughs> I think that Dion probably wouldn't have become a dick face. You know right, what I mean? right. Like, oh, there's nothing preventing that. No, I think that he would have been like, well, Catlin's here, so. I'm going to look like a mean person. I think I might stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kids mm-hmm. act so different when adults are around. It's true. <laughs> especially ones that raised them. <laughs> so what were your owns from this particular chapter? Anything stand out to you guys?
3: Well, th- it was a lot of description. Um, for me, I, there were there were a lot of sort of, of descriptive parts that I really liked. But I really enjoyed the way that Catelyn ed- egged on Rob to take control you know he already had control but he needed his mom to just come in and say just take a deep breath and just lead your men." so I really enjoyed when Catelyn said make no mistake Rob these are your bannermen not your friends you named yourself battle commander command yeah you go Catelyn
0: she picked up Boom. a spare gauntlet from across the room, and <laughs> threw it down on the table. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy comes in later. He's like, "Hey, where's my left glove?" <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. My mom was playing with it. Here you go. Anyway,
2: my own is Catelyn, again. Just just for how she is trying to guide her son without wanting to talk down to him, and how she manipulates him into doing what she wants. Um, you know, and and making the right what she believes to be the right choices without. Specifically saying, no, you shouldn't send him. You should send him. Yeah, she's Um, So I thought that was really, really cleverly done. And and she cares so much about not embarrassing him and making sure that, you know, he looks good in front of his men.
0: Yeah, she was like future-proofing him. She was saying, I want you to go home because it's about to get really crazy. And I think that you are too young. But thinking ahead to the future... If you go home now, they're going to laugh at you. And there's nothing worse for respect, especially in the future, than laughter. It's like the poison to power. And I thought that, that was really interesting.
1: I just like when Rob said, Grey would ate two of his fingers. And he laughed about it. So you agree then? <laughs> and then Catalin says, your father is not fearless. He is brave, but that is very different. And then he flips from going to uh, Great John to being like, oh, yeah, Bruce Bolton. How about we go with him? He scares the shit out of me, as I mentioned earlier in the episode. So it's kind of an owning moment for Catalin, tying into what both Celine and Eric pointed out—that she's just trying
0: to move him along in in his decision making process. I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. toss my own to the weather because it's it's got the most uh, talk during the show, <laughs> it's true. and you know, it's just it's just surprising us in so many different ways. So thank you, weather, for existing on this biosphere. And and keeping us entertained. And also allowing us to dedicate an entire channel of people just talking about what you're doing. So go weather, you, you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Keep um, shining. <laughs> Keep on yeah.
0: keeping on. Keep shining. Keep blowing. Mm. Keep shining. All right. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good job, Eric. Oh. <laughs> Very efficient. I love it.
1: If you'd like to say goodbye to us or uh, perhaps send us your owns from this particular chapter or any chapter that we read, you can do so by tweeting at us at Game of Owns or perhaps posting on our Facebook page like our good friend uh, George uh, did. That's his name, right?
0: It is George Walterson. George Walterson. And... George
2: Walterson <laughs> George <laughs> Jordan Wals-
0: We're on the Tweety Bird, as Micah says. It exists. Um, if you'd like to to do it again... To tweet again, like Micah just uh, said. <laughs> it's at Game of Bones. So, <laughs> be sure to do that. Also, uh, refer to Selena's Twitter account if you'd like to see things about science fiction and cloning.
3: Mm-hmm. Just
0: in case you're into that sort of thing.
3: And also, get Hiveable.com, which is H-Y-P-A-B-L-E dot com. There's nothing about cloning on there, but it's still pretty
0: good. Not yet. Not, Not yet.
3: yet. Not yet. Until there's Any- a
0: show about cloning. Anything no! could happen.
3: Like Dollhouse would. With- Different. Oh my gosh! This should be a is dollhouse
2: open. about cloning. No, it Did wasn't. you just spoil dollhouse? For it me? wasn't about. It's okay. It was, they it's not about the cloning. Show, I was so. thinking
3: about the island, which is a movie. I don't know why I got those two confused. It's
0: probably oh, yeah, the because island. it's got
2: Scar Jo and you, McGregor. Just a,
0: like you would be perfectly tan the entire movie. Yes. Just like the perfect tone of like fake Hollywood it's orange. Still a good movie though. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Tanning. I love it. I like yeah. that. Movie.
3: Did
2: you call her Scar Jo?
0: Yeah, we're friends. That's brilliant. (laughs) Um, Also, Pipeable, it exists. You should click on it with your hands. What about iTunes? Does that still exist? It does still exist. I wasn't sure about that. Uh, Where you can
1: uh, happily rate and review us with five stars, uh, we do appreciate it. Um, And uh, we did get quite a few more reviews. Perhaps we'll read those later on in the week uh, and share with you some of the great things (laughs) that – people had to say. Uh like Mr. Shepherd wow. Commander or, or I'm speechless right now.
0: Over please tell us what Shepard says because I have the threat for the week.
1: Uh I'll share it later on in the week with uh with everybody. I feel as if we're short on time uh here, but uh, yeah, five stars. That's what we're looking for. We appreciate it. And uh that's all I gotta say.
0: If this might not be the official threat of this uh week of this collection of episodes, but I do just want to give an honorable mention to anyone considering four stars or below that I will force you in some way I will find out. I will use magic if I have to. I've been trying to quit, but I will <laughs> force you to look at this photo of Eric just pointing at the camera in a white tee. I will force you to look at this photo for the next 72 hours, oh, uh, directly following your rating and review. Um, Zach, now we're going to get loads of low,
3: low reviews. You know that the listeners want to do that.
2: You think so? I, yeah. do you, is it is it better or worse than this picture of Dylan that you shared? I think that it's better I, because there's a picture of David Bowie in the background.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs>
0: right? That's all I was looking
2: for. You and Dylan, you and
0: Dylan could start a boy band, though.
2: We yeah. have both had, at different periods of time, long hair.
0: We could call you guys so. "Flowing Locks." We could call you guys "No Dandruff <laughs> Allowed." We could call you guys "Boy Zone." Let's go with "Boy Zone." I like that better. "Boy Zone." We're seeing how long we can prolong this episode. So, what should we do? Should we end the episode just like, like, just start the music now? Yeah. And so it's 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 going. And so now we have it. to like stall for like 13 seconds so we can get to the point in the music where it stops and it makes sense. Yes. Eric's dog's back, ladies and gentlemen. He mm. didn't kill. He didn't kill his animal after all. No know a lot of you <laughs> guys were worried about it. <laughs> well, that's it. That's Monday. Right. It's Sunday, but you'll listen to it on Monday. You get it. Go home, everybody. Leave. Okay. Go home.
2: Exactly. Darcy.
0: No, that's <laughs> Selena.
2: <laughs>
0: my dog. The, my roommate's dog. All right. That's the That's Bye. Good.